Welcome to How Rude, the Exhaustive Deconstruction of the Classic 90s Sitcom Full House. My name is John Pertusik. I am one of your co-hosts, and to my immediate right is my other co-host. Please use your big mouth to introduce yourself. Rumble, boom, bash, crash. It's me, Brandon Shockney. Okay. Just going with that earthquake theme, baby. Um, together, Brandon and I are just a couple of rude dudes. Rude dudes. We're just a couple of rude dudes. Mm, that was fun. That was nice. <laughs> Today we are <laughs> welcoming <laughs> our guest is with it. a a shame filled <laughs> guest already filled with shame. Uh, she is an honorary rude dude, and she will introduce herself now. Libby Schreiner. <laughs> Please. And I'm so embarrassed. Get me out of here. <laughs> so embarrassed. May I call my mother? <laughs> um, today we will be discussing the episode. Aftershocks. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, I'm sorry, I want to... It's, it's Liddy? Libby. Libby. For some Libby. reason, I heard uh, two days. My ears have been Libby. ringing all day, and that is not a joke. It's not a play on the fact that we're talking yeah, about earthquakes today. An, an earthquake? I have PTSD. It's not funny. Um, great. So did Stephanie. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, she did. Uh, Libby, when you were growing up, did you have a relationship with this show? Did you uh, watch it at all? Yeah, I definitely okay. watched it. I think when I was younger, and then also again, like in middle school, high school with friends, uh, sort of. High school? It was like an anger watch. Oh, okay. Where you'd watch it and you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) So you were doing this way before we were doing this. It's a throwback. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Just lots of making fun of DJ and stuff like that. DJ specifically was like a point of contention. Because she was around the same age, probably. Yeah. Well, also. I mean, I think as we saw in this episode, like, there's a lot to to make fun of all around. Yeah, Mm -hmm. DJ is sort of, especially in this episode, she's a (laughs) non-entity. Yeah. She's sort of like a teenager. She's going through teen stuff. Teen stuff. teen doing teen things with with answers that a teen would never come up with on their own. Like, Mm -hmm. no. No, no, no. A teen would not be like, you know what, I'm embarrassed. I'm going to cover my face with my own hair (laughs) and wear sunglasses and get led around the school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's a... A writer who's given up. Some yeah, <laughs> yes. Some kids think outside the box. DJ is coming from a uh, completely malformed brain. Yeah, <laughs> like this will work. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, is Whoa. that a crisp pop of a seltzer water can? You want to tell us a little bit about sure your is. beverage there, Brandon? Oh, I'm just drinking Schweppes All Natural Black Cherry Sparkling Seltzer Water. Okay, why did you feel the need to... Were you not getting enough attention? <laughs> no, I just knew it was going to make a noise anyway, so I, was I thought talking I'd to, it. I was talking to our guest, and mm-hmm. you sort of... Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, I thought you were... And yet, you did. <laughs> I thought you were introing a, um, like, an in-process... Uh, Sponsor? Product, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, if this were a, you know, if this were a uh, truly sponsored podcast, sure. we would break away from this audio to audio that sounds like it was recorded in an airport bathroom <laughs> stall, and the podcast would be, quote-unquote, funny, and it would last about five and a half minutes, yeah. and you would scroll through my iPod Nano, 
just scrolling like a mad person, being like, when the fuck am I going to get to the real content? I don't want to hear about stamps.com. You, you don't have the option to, like, fast forward every 15 seconds on your... Uh, is that a... I don't my, know My, my can iPhone do can, like, jump 15 seconds ahead. Yeah. Oh. I don't yeah. have an iPhone. So you just do that a couple times, and you're already past See, the- I'm old school. I've got the Samsung Galaxy S6. That's the new, right? But the old school is the iPod Nano. <laughs> you both hate me. Well, uh, no, that was a great no. piece of uh, technology about a decade ago. <laughs> <laughs> it still works, as long as there are USB technology Pretty devices. Pretty sure they were giving those out at my post-prom. Post-prom? <laughs> giving them please, out? Please. They were like gifts you could win. In the raffle, an iPod <laughs> Nano. <laughs> you on can the low end of things. You, <laughs> you can put five hundred songs on this. I have a lot more than that. You shut up. <laughs> when it went down, when it went down to the best. Um, Libby, if you were to summarize this mm-hmm. entire episode in just one sentence, okay. sort of getting rid of all of the well, there's not a lot of fringe here. It's very right. bare bones. But like, how would you summarize it? Stephanie has PTSD from experiencing an earthquake and is manifesting it. In a fear of losing her dad. Yeah. Very Damn well good. put. Yeah. And everything else is just a lot of fluff. <laughs> That's a lot better than uh, mm-hmm. the DVD description, which says, Earthquake, a temblor shakes everyone up, especially Stephanie, who becomes a clinging daddy's girl. Creepy. That's yeah. creepy. And also, we couldn't get over the fact that they used the vocabulary term from your 11th grade <laughs> advanced English class, temblor. Yep. Which does just strictly mean Earthquake. earthquake. But so if you use that, you're officially an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> if you use that in everyday speech, if you do right now, listener, stop. It ah, was quite a temblor. San Andreas, quite an excellent film about temblors. Join <laughs> mm, the Rock Johnson really mightily handled that temblor, I should say. <laughs> oh, my ascot. <laughs> um, great. Uh, so let's uh, get into the cold open for this episode. Yeah. Stop drinking your Schweppes so we can do the cold <laughs> open. Burr. Ooh, Ooh. So cold. Mm. Yeah, am I shaky because of the earthquake or, or the, the chilly, the chilly, chilly weather? Mm. I'm sad because they were singing the blues. Yeah, they were. Uh, uh, Brandon, mm-hmm. yeah, what, what was yeah. this cold open all about? Uh, so we have uh, Joey and Jesse um, kind of just jamming out, man. Sometimes these two, they need a break from uh, writing pitches. Sometimes they just got to jam out recreationally. Joey is wearing some sort of, is he full beatnik in that cold open? Yeah, he's got like the round... Doesn't, aren't they the like round sunglasses? The sort and, like, of the, John Lennon like, black jacket and like a. Did he ever beret? Yes, he definitely and, had the beret. And a mock turtleneck. Oh yeah. Every signifier from like a New Yorker cartoon from like <laughs> this is the beatnik craze. Do you, like, ugh. do you think Jesse was like, do you want to jam out to some blues? And Dre was like, I'll be right back. Hold on, <laughs> and, like, yeah. Showed up a couple minutes later. Well, it's like a slang term for like a harmonica. Yeah, I'll get my. I'll get my. Fuzzy box. Hold on. <laughs> and then Jesse was just in his normal attire. Right? Yeah. Because Jesse doesn't have to try. His vague, cool attire. His cool mm-hmm. attire. But who, you know, who spoils this fucking um, jam session? Michelle kind of stumbles in. Um, <laughs> Drunk. Uh, just demanding for them to uh, do the, the teapot song. So, again, in the last episode, we had the spider song, otherwise known as the Itsy Bitsy Spider. Yeah, now we have the teapot song, which is I'm a Little Teapot. My Little Teapot. Why are we constantly having to, like... Rebrand these songs. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, uh, I really did want to. We should unpack this before we go any further. Uh, sorry to interrupt the cold open. Ooh. Ooh. Brr. Ooh, but the last episode we recorded uh, earlier today with.
with Lindsay Lewin. She, uh, we didn't realize this, but it was an episode about Michelle's birthday. We are recording on Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen's birthday. Hey, congrats! Con- uh, congrats. They're twenty-nine. Today. Sorry about the Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did they get Lyme disease? One of them has Lyme disease. Ha, is that a thing that's that sticks? Pretty, yeah. Oh. Oh yeah, Lyme disease that doesn't go anywhere. Oh god. What, what, does, it, what do? does it do specifically? Guys, look it up. It, does it make your skin it? go crinkly? <laughs> no, it. Actually, it actually, like, if it goes untreated early enough, if you don't get it treated, it causes you, like, lots of, like, physical pain. Oh. Sort of like, I think maybe, like, a fibromyalgia kind of thing, where it's, like, people start reporting pain and, like, sickness and stuff, and then you, nobody's thinking Lyme disease. Right. And And that's the one you get from, like, ticks. Ticks, yeah. Huh. Yeah, one of them got bit by a tick and now has Lyme disease. Yeah, one of them went on some sort of, like, sojourn, like, I'm gonna go out... Climb a mountain. <laughs> she didn't go to the doctor quick enough. No. All I'm going to wear is a velveteen slip, mm-hmm. and I'll have some trail mix with me. Sounds great. So, sounds great. Except for the Lyme disease part. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Brandon, what do you have here on Lyme disease? Brandon is oh, our man. research okay. and yeah, development. Yeah, just like thing. skin rashes. Uh, Pupas. <laughs> like meningitis. Jesus. Yeah. Um, motor and sensory nerve damage. Brain inflammation, arthritis. Boogie woogie fever, Pac-Man fever. Uh, you get to do the bat dance. Uh, <laughs> you get to do the part man. It does seem like a very serious disease that can result in like heart failure. And so you're saying paralysis. I shouldn't be making Pac-Man fever jokes? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, but yeah, we recorded that other episode on their birthday, so happy birthday. They're almost as old as me, but not quite. Uh, they turned 29 after I did, so fuck you, little yeah. kids. Fuck them and all their money. Oh, yeah, so much money. So much money. They have more than word that three of us are ever going to ever totally earn. Ever. Do you think Elizabeth Olsen, in her lifetime, will be able to gain, if she has a completely successful career, because she is like kind of rising mm-hmm. through the ranks, well, do you think course. she'll ever reach no. the amount of money that the Olsen twins have made? If she no. made a good deal with the Avengers Age of Ultron, mm-hmm. maybe she can, over time, accumulate that kind of money. I'm sure she wasn't paid, you know, snuff all for being in that movie. No. I'm sure it wasn't millions upon millions, but mm-hmm. what do you think she got? Like, <laughs> two million. Let's say she got two million dollars to yeah. be in that. That's got to be more, right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I don't think she'll ever hit what the Olsen no, twins make. she's not a have. mogul of any sort. They mm-hmm. have but you know what their you, brand. You know what you can't pay for? Respect. And she's the only one of those Olsons that has real, like, yeah. actor credibility mm-hmm. in that industry. Yeah, like, you could, you could see Elizabeth Olsen winning an Oscar someday. Cannot see right. the Olsen twins. Well, but are they Oscar. trying? Like, that's what, it, whenever anybody's like, oh, that person doesn't have a career, I always raise my hand and go, but are they trying to have a career? The Olsons aren't, like, fucking, mm-hmm. like, calling their agents and saying, like, come on, Mm-mm. like, let's get this started. They didn't even know about Fuller House. They were, no. When they were told about it, they were like, what? <laughs> oh, we won't be a part of that. <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to get that. Uh, basically, God, I, I hope they put Michelle on that show. Because they can use anyone they want. They don't need an Olsen twin. No. She was young enough. I, I just want the Michelle young character. Enough? By the end of the show, she was like 13 years old. But, but she would be... Like, no one's going to buy in that. The 20s, in her 20s now, you can cast anyone But every other person's Michelle. coming back for that show. She's going to stick out... So, this, this vague actress that you have in your mind... It's going to so, seem so strange. There's just going to be some sort of throwaway line where they're like, Michelle's off. Like, Oh, yeah, she'll for sure be like... European uh, tour. Yeah, studying abroad. Yeah. yeah. Or if they do recast her, they'll have that awful joke that like Roseanne pulled of like, wow, Michelle, you sure do look different. 
ever since you went to college or something. Yeah. And she's like, you got it, dude. Um, cold <laughs> open, long story short, uh, I'm a little teapot, short and stout. Here's my handle. Here's my spot. tell Michelle to shake that tushy. I don't yeah. like that. You, you you actively literally like had a look on your face like no 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 no. <laughs> there was uh, plenty of that throughout the episode. Uh, yeah, in the last episode, Jesse took the girls into a mechanic's bathroom, and they all went to the bathroom at the same time. God damn it! Stephanie is like actively eleven years old. Like you don't take an eleven year old to the bathroom. No. She can handle her shit. No pun intended. She's not eleven. She's like ten. Stephanie. Oh, no, she's no, like no, seven. No, I'm sorry. She's like I, seven. I'm mixing her up with DJ. Seven, yeah. yeah. Stephanie's DJ's like in the first like grade, second 13. grade. Yeah, and DJ can go in with the other girls and help them. <laughs> they have to have <laughs> right. help. Oh, I thought, she, I thought in my mind, I was like, oh, she's helping her fellow students. Like, let's go to yeah. the bathroom together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to watch you. I'm going to want to make sure you BM. Um, <laughs> so we come out of the cold open. We got the theme song, of course. What I got so frustrated by I thought we were going to get some like classic 1970s filming technology where we just shake the camera left and right. Right. Everyone's like, whoa. Whoa. And like some of the plates fall. Yeah. We didn't get any of that. No. Instead, we have to get this sort of retroactive exposition of like, we've had the earthquake. Don't ask us about it. It's done. Yeah, it's a, it was really a throwaway line about Kimmy Gibbler staying over at their house. <laughs> Kimmy, Kimmy's, Kimmy's the presence. linchpin for yeah. how this episode yeah, works. Yeah, she's the presence just to set up everything. It's right. Like, the reason Kimmy's here is because she's been living with us because the earthquake destroyed her home. <laughs> or they had to have repairs at the very least. Yeah. But they also established that the Tanners had this huge crack in their house. But we only learned that at the very end of the episode. Well, you also never see the t- Tanner household above... Here. Well, that's true. So we don't know what the that's roof true. looks like. Well, uh, that that basement apartment that ultimately Stamos and Laughlin are going to live in. Yeah. That was got that got the most damage. Yeah. <laughs> you know how earthquakes work, where the building starts damaging at the top and then works its way down. Yeah. yeah. The, the giant zigzag crack right, down to the foundation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a person going, "No, I'm nervous." Um. Yeah. So Kimmy is, of course, driving everybody nuts. What do you think about Kimmy? You like um, Kimmy? I don't like. I never liked Kimmy. Now I'm sort of like, why are these adults picking on this child? <laughs> and she's not really actively doing anything. No, she's, so, she's so kind boys. of yeah. giving them shit back for them being annoying. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. She's like, hey guys, what's up? And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> I know. Well, it's, it's crazy. I'm watching the clock. When are you fucking leaving? <laughs> no one likes Kimmy, I think, growing up watching this show because the show has like, it's like engineering itself to be like, hey, you all... With us, find this character annoying. This character is annoying. Yeah, and you're just like, wow, like you're. We're all being conditioned to just hate Kimmy, mm-hmm. and she's not an Urkel where one character hates him mm-hmm. or a couple do, and then the rest of the family seems to be on board. Nobody likes Kimmy. The only one who really does is DJ, and that's sort of like this parasitic. I'm cool by standing next to you. Yeah, sort it's of never thing. made sense why they hang out. No. Her own family hates her. They don't want her there. They never yeah. want her around, which is like. Pretty awful. <laughs> if you take a step back from it, Michelle. I, I should say Michelle loves Kimmy out of nowhere. She's like, yeah. oh, Kimmy, I'll, I'll miss you. And she's like, All right, I'll stay one more night. And the adults are like, God damn it, Michelle, you yeah. baby, messing us up <laughs> with your love of people. Mm. Um, DJ comes in with Kimmy, and like, there's all this exposition being dumped onto us. And Christmas play. Christmas. This is technically a Christmas no episode. No need for it at all. No. She's she has her costume in like a dry cleaner bag. Yeah. <laughs> like I just picked this up from the fucking rental shop. She has a goddamn. She has that has to be like a two hundred dollar rental. It's that a very a elaborate, elaborate uh, costume. Yeah. So this episode came out on the eighth of 
December in 1989. So Close that's, enough. that's why we're having Christmas things, I guess. Why not switch it. it out? I mean, it doesn't matter. You can air these in any order. That's what mm-hmm. These are like playing cards. Mm-hmm. Why don't you switch it out? Because the next release date is the 15th of December. Mm-hmm. The next week, yeah. Like, no, no, everybody will be on vacation. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> going to be watching TV. Nothing was decorated for Christmas. Nothing. There was no Christmas tree. Yeah. Nobody was wearing holiday sweaters. Everybody was ah, wearing regular sweaters. Here's a theory. What if the school is doing it this... Well, let's pretend that this is happening on December 8th, mm-hmm. uh, 1989. Wait a minute. This came out 89? Mm-hmm. A few episodes ago, they were talking about Fashion Expo 90. What was that all about? I think... Were they looking to the future? Unfa- yeah. <laughs> the future of fashion in 1990. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Danny will be dressed up like an Italian uh, Gucci Guido. Or it's the 90th... <laughs> Anniversary? Oh, I guess that's a theory. Sure. <laughs> you, you're sickened by your own theory. Um, the Fashion Expo started in 1899. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, the San Francisco tradition. Yeah. Um, 1899 fashion. So my theory is if this really did take place on the 8th, let's say that the school was like, well, we got to have our Christmas play yeah. like now. Because we're not going to be able to do it anywhere closer to the holiday because of vacations. Oh, so this vague We Christmas might be thinking about this too much. What's, what is this Christmas play? Is the story of Santa Claus? Uh, well, all we know uh, is Kimmy playing Rudolph. Doesn't she say, like, oh, we could switch parts and you can be, you can be Rudolph? I missed that. I think that's a throwaway joke. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, DJ's playing Mrs. Claus. Uh, and the problem being that she has a <laughs> big old fucking cherry blossom on her nose. Yep, she's, DJ's got her very first. This is it. Great plot. If that's what you want to call it, I guess. I also want to know what they're teaching in school, because at one point she says... Mrs. Claus is 612 years old. She says that? Yeah, she goes, she should have time for her uh, skin to clear up. <laughs> I was like, what the hell kind of Christmas play is this? And yeah. what kind of historical, historical math is accurate. that? Historically accurate. <laughs> Are we going all the way back to Sinterklaas? Like, uh, <laughs> what's going on? I think we're going back to saint, the actual saint, who would not have had a wife. No, <laughs> no, no, no. He would have been, he would have been celibate. Yeah. Please, I must focus on the children, Mrs. not my Claus, children. Mrs. Claus was his... Lover. His, his beard. His <laughs> this is my wife! <laughs> Mrs. Claus! Well, I have a name. It's Mrs. Claus! I said it! Stop it! It is weird It is weird that Mrs. Claus does not have a first name, isn't no. it? No, there's really no... There's never any real backstory for Mrs. What is Claus. What name, I wonder? Jenny. Brandon. Libby. John. I don't know. <laughs> All of those. John Claus. That's it. Hello! me, Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, Stephanie, of course, immediately establishing that Stephanie is r- rattled. Uh, she, she is a shell of a human being. Mm-hmm. And yeah. she needs her daddy. Oh, daddy. Yeah. She grabs Mich- She thinks there's an earthquake like tremor, like aftershock. Mm-hmm. It's a garbage truck. Uh, she yanks Michelle out of her own bed. Michelle's like, what in fucking fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And they go to Danny's room, which, as we've said, we don't see this room very often. It's very weird. He sleeps like a weirdo. He sleeps yeah. like a Dracula. Yeah. Yeah. Like, arms to the side, don't wake daddy style. Right in the middle of the bed. <laughs> don't wake right in the middle of the bed. Between <laughs> two pillows. <laughs> Not between two pillows. He's got Not those, comfortable. He's got those body length pillows. Oh, yeah. And he's got, like, three of them. <laughs> I just like the... <laughs> Between the picture pillows. of just someone just between two pillows. <laughs> I like to feel pressure just on my temples, but only a light pressure. Uh, they sneak in and they do this whole thing where, uh, will they sleep there? Will they not sleep there? Danny seems drunk. Yeah. Or slipping into his hangover that will hit him in the when morning. When they wake him up, they're like, accidentally. He's like, what the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> 
Uh, my Duchess? He's like, oh, Pam. <laughs> Do you think he still he still slept in the middle of the bed even when Pam was in that bed with him? Uh, no, I died. think after she died, he was like, yeah, now I got the whole bed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to fucking stick to the left side all the fucking time. <laughs> yeah. Arms spread wide like a snow angel. <laughs> oh, angel, my poor wife. For the public, I must say these things. <laughs> my poor like, wife. Is this a Gone Girl situation with Danny Tanner? Oh, my God. I don't know. Was Pam you fake probably, raping herself with a wine bottle? <laughs> you could probably put together like a cut Gone Girl trailer. Based off of clips from uh, Full House. You heard it, How Rude Fans. I would love to see that. If anyone out there has the capability of putting together a Gone Girl trailer <laughs> with Full House. God. Holy moly. I'm uh, surprised it hasn't already been done. It's definitely a project that I will not be undertaking. Um, next morning, DJ yeah. is ready to deal with the day. Uh, she's got her zit technique, which, as you said, is... <laughs> what it is, is it? complete idiocy. It's just two writers being like... What's a funny gag? Not yeah. a realistic gag. Right. Let's make her an unrealistic 12-year-old. Yes. Yeah. What would a real... So let's start here. What would a real 12-year-old do? A real 12-year-old would probably try makeup. Well, that's makeup. what I was going to ask. Libby, did you ever... I mean, all of us, I guess, have. But did you ever have a problem with, like, zits and stuff growing up? I hate to say it, but not really. Really? That's that's yeah. good. I, always, I, I was pretty good about that, too. I would always have, like... Just one at a time. Yeah. You know, I never had, like, yeah. multiple that I had to deal with. I always had, like, just Same. one kind of, like, one that would stick out. And I always hated that because then it was just, like, there's only one. So, you know. So so you never had, like, that sort of, that puberty moment of just, like, oh, my God, what is this new, like, no. thing? And I also feel like these writers are playing it up as such a big deal, too. She wouldn't have maybe made that big a deal out of it, especially mm-hmm. with it being one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like she's suffering from cystic acne or anything, and is like yeah. in pain. <laughs> oh God, yeah. You know that sort of yeah. She's, that's sort of like scarring. They're making her flip out about something that mm-hmm. clearly all her friends are having the same problem. I I mm-hmm. never noticed acne on people. And yeah. I think the writers also kind of knew that, so they're like, we have to add on this layer that she's also playing Mrs. Claus because this this is somehow going to screw up yeah her performance. Why couldn't it have been something like? I'm doing the talent show, and I don't want to be in front of everyone for the talent. That, to say it again, the Mrs. Claus costume is so loud mm-hmm. and so elaborate, she's going to be on stage. Oh, yeah, she's going to be like 50 feet away from everybody. No one's going to see it. The family doesn't go see this play, by no, the way. it's a school <laughs> play put on for other school children. Apparently during the day, because yeah. every adult in the family is like, oh, uh, DJ, how'd your play go that I didn't go see? yeah. Which makes no sense either. No. Yeah, we never had stuff stuff like that. Where yeah. you would have like performances during school that yeah. you would like, go to. She doesn't come home at night and say, oh, the play went well. Yeah. It's fucking daylight. So, yes, makeup makes sense. Uh, Jesse actually has a very realistic thing, like pretend that there's a Band-Aid mm-hmm. issue. Yeah. Like, I have to have a Band-Aid. Um, but her decision is she throws her head forward mm-hmm. and lets her hair fall on her face and she puts sunglasses on. Why the sunglasses? Does that hold the hair? I think it was holding the hair. Sure. But you were right when you mentioned earlier, like, that's clearly a cousin it joke and they did not take it. No. They made it some other... Benji? Benji. Benji joke. She doesn't look like Benji. No. Benji the dog? The dog. You know, yeah. the... the <laughs> like the dog? No, Benji was like the little terrier who would oh, like say... Yes. He was like a little... Post Lassie, Lassie. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not not Shaggy Da or uh, any of those movies where like a man found himself in the body of a Shaggy <laughs> Sheepdog, <laughs> like looking at women in bikinis and going, "Ro, I gotta get out of here." <laughs> Ro. 
you know, all those great dog, uh, dog did, movies. Did you guys ever uh, do, like, Christmas pageant stuff at school? Not at school. We didn't do anything related to mm-hmm. Santa Claus at school. Okay. I remember having, like, at church they would yeah. have, like, holiday stuff, but those were never, like... You get to dress up as Santa Claus. You get no, you to, dress like, up as, like, an angel. Well, yeah. <laughs> or, like, a Church shepherd. isn't going to make a lot of room for, like, the more secular iconography no. stuff. Mm-hmm. We did, like, we did like a play at church about Hans Gruber coming up with whatever song he came up with. Uh, Amazing Grace? No, it's one no. of a Christmas song. Oh, uh, well, damn it. It's a simple <laughs> Christmas song that he wrote and played for his congregation. Oh, that was the story? <laughs> and that was the entire story. He wrote it, and then he just did it. And then he played it, and that, it was great. There weren't any Nazis <laughs> being like, you will not play your Christmas song in our church. No. Okay, well, that, <laughs> that does not sound <laughs> like the uh, best material for a play. Uh, I remember we, we didn't do... We didn't do any plays, like, at all in elementary school. There, mm-hmm. Or, uh, well, she's technically in middle school. So, mm-hmm. of course, you'd have the spring musical or whatever. Sure. But that was one of those situations where they would involve three middle schools. Mm-hmm. So the cast would be, like, 120 children. Mm-hmm. And everyone involved probably wanted to fucking kill themselves. <laughs> like, why am I in charge of 126 to 8th graders? It's not fun. Are you looking up Hans Gruber? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to find what song you wrote, and it's not listing it. They're not and listing it- his credits? No, and they keep trying to take me to Die Hard. <laughs> oh, goodness. That's taken up a lot more than the real Hans. Are you Hans sure you don't want the villain? Die, die Hard, yeah. Happened during Christmas time, so that'd be mm-hmm. hard to look Die Hard at. is more Christmas-oriented than this episode of Full House. Um, so, yeah, we got the we got the Benji joke when it should be a Cousin It joke. Oh, um, so Danny doesn't seem to really understand that Stephanie is being clingy. He just assumes that his children love him so much. Mm-hmm. And he sits down and he goes, well, could there be any man smarter than me? Uh, maybe in Japan. He says, maybe in Japan. Uh-huh, and then Joey and Jesse just go, no. no. Is it, are they doing a Japanese voice for no? <laughs> it was kind of hard to tell. It's very hard to tell. Because if they're not, then I don't understand what the joke is. Well, the joke at that point is just they're making fun of Danny. But oh. I can't tell if there's some other weird racial onion layer to this mm-hmm. whole thing. I wouldn't um, be surprised. Let me put that much. Very confusing. Um, so Stephanie doesn't want Danny to go to work. Right. Uh, and she's going nuts. And they sa- Joey says, well, why don't we play, quote, that really cool Wizard of Oz tape you love so much, a.k.a. The Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Mm-hmm. So, um, welcome to JoJo Agogo, where we do the impression of the Joey impression. No. Libby, you're really gonna. I think I think you're gonna really like this segment. Um, we're gonna do a little bit. Of course, he's done Wizard of Oz jokes before. Mm-hmm. I don't really think we've had a little bit of Lollipop Guild mm-hmm. before, though. So let's just do a little. We represent the Lollipop mm-hmm. Guild, mm-hmm. starting with Brandon. Okay. Sort of. Let's see what our baseline will be. I'm sure Brandon will be really good at this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we represent the lollipop guild, the lollipop guild. A little atonal, a little um, <laughs> disturbing. Uh, we represent the lollipop guild. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, right? That's scary. Yours very is very crazy. Scary. Yeah. yeah. And Libby, of course. Okay, let me try. Uh, we represent uh, the lollipop guild, the lollipop guild. <laughs> now, what the listeners can't see is you've got, got the jerky thing that they yeah, did. Yeah. yeah. That's sort of, were they like sailors? <laughs> yeah, they kind of seemed like uh, little sailors. <laughs> they, like, this, is, like, this is how they walked. Sailors plus like That's Bugsy right. Malone. They, like, they, they like marched like that. Yeah. The lollipop guild. <laughs> Their little legs. Yeah. And Joey did just the arm. Yeah, yeah. Got, a, got on his legs to uh, make it even more clear like, yes, I'm making fun of <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> little people. Stephanie won't fucking buy it for a second. Mm-hmm. No. Um, okay, so Danny even agrees, like, okay, I won't go to this business dinner. Yeah, because she starts, it gets to the point where she's like, oh, don't go. He's like, I'm sorry, I have to go. It's for grown-ups only. You can't come. And then she's just like, but don't go. And you're like, whoa. She flips she out on her out. uncle. She's like, I don't want you. Yeah. Straight up. She's yeah. like, daddy. She says daddy a lot. Yeah. She's like, I want my daddy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so cut back to Danny's room. Why are we in this room so much? Yeah. He's playing with the girls, and he's trying to get, I guess, more information from Steph about what's wrong. I hate to be such a, like, a fucking nerd about, like, the set design and stuff, but we talked about how the bedroom is like, almost non-functional. Yeah. <laughs> there's the bed, but we can't really see if there's, like, any other furniture. The TV is on a stand that's too small, mm-hmm. and it's pointing <laughs> completely away from the bed. There is a chair on the other side of the room. There's, like, a chair. And, like, so what does he do? Sit in the... Oh, there's a footy thing? Like a thing you put Ottoman. his foot up? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it's if it was a full armchair, I guess. It looks like it's on a turntable. Yeah. <laughs> but like on a Lazy Susan. He's, he's got a Lazy Susan for his TV. Uh, uh, who wants to watch TV? Had, even though they did not have it another place besides the bed to watch their TV. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it only ever pointed one way. I don't know why they had it on a Lazy Susan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was functional. It's here. Let's yeah. just use it. It really was. Yep. Uh, the They're playing, of course, the classic child's game, Monkeys in a Barrel. Barrel of Monkeys? Or Barrel. <laughs> Barrel monkeys of monkeys. Were known as, yeah. Mm-hmm. A barrel containing a multitude of monkeys. <laughs> um, yeah, Stephanie at this point is just straight up manic, and she refuses to talk about her inner workings at this mm-hmm. point. <laughs> we find out that uh, DJ comes back from the Christmas play, and guess what? Everyone had zits. Yeah. Today. Just starting today. Yeah, she, she never noticed that before. Never. And, and you know what? It was like, it clearly turned at one point to being like, this is just like... DJ should just turn to the audience and tell the audience and all the teen girls watching that it's okay to have zits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really what it turned into. Just like... Libby, when you were a teenager, do you feel like you were pretty, like, level-headed and, yeah. like, comic-collected? Yeah. What What did you sort of observe about, like, what everybody was, like, freaking out at the time? Uh, what over? people were losing their minds about? Yeah. Let me think. It would be more like, oh, God, the sixth grade... <laughs> A kid had a hit list. <laughs> so oh. that's what we were freaking out. <laughs> I mean, that was that was going down a lot back in like I was a people you just wanted to fucking murder. Yes, and then I Were you on it? Everybody claimed they were on it. Uh, oh, what it was those like, things. It was like a cool thing but to be honest on to it? God, honest to God, parents came to our school and, like, guarded hallways for a day. And then our teach, our principal had a school-wide meeting where she oh made God. a very bumbling analogy <laughs> where she was saying <laughs> that we were all on her hit list of people she was going to take care of. <laughs> Are you? You're being kind with the bumbling analogy. Yeah. That is such a you're royal fucker. You're all on my hit list of people oh I need to God. protect. What? Did, you, did you feel what? current in the crowd go, huh? Yeah, we were all just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, have, I have a lot of questions, clearly. Yeah. Um, tell me, did you know this kid well at all, or was he sort of... Oh, yeah, of he was a bad kid. Bad kid. Cody. Cody. What was Cody like? What was his whole, like, deal visually? <laughs> visually? Um, in fact, I don't even think I really saw him after that. Um, <laughs> of course. We went to elementary school with him, and he would just, like, he was always getting in trouble. Who knows what his home life is, was, because he, he would say things like, in second grade, he'd come up to girls and be like, your boobs are the size of watermelons. 
And you're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> There's some sort of weird There's fixation. There's weird going on. And but I this happened in the sixth grade. This was sixth grade. Okay. Uh, he vanished. <laughs> He vanishes. Uh, there's like a rumor going around that somebody has a hit list. Oh, but people didn't know at that point that it was Cody necessarily. Yeah, and then it kind of came out that it was Cody. And oh my god! I remember parents walking around the hallways. They all had brought donuts <laughs> for themselves to eat <laughs> while they uh, stood guard. <laughs> yeah, that was gonna be my next question because you said they were guarding the hallway, so just sort of walking up and yeah, down. Yeah, sixth grade. All of sixth grade was in the basement of the building. Of this, like, 7th and 8th grade. 6th and 8th grade. I think if I was the the principal and all these adults showed up with donuts, they're like, we're just going to walk around your school and be like, no, "No, because for all I know, one of you could be a straight-up pedo, and I don't necessarily need to be fucking policing adults while at the same time trying to watch after kids. Yeah. So once after that, once after after the assembly, I'm Mm -hmm. trying to say, did everything sort of die down at that point? Yeah, it died down. Okay. It died down. I love I, how everybody was like, I'm totally on that list. Yeah, everybody claimed they were on it. And I was like, nobody's seen it. <laughs> it's not real. But it's yeah, not. The whole thing was a conspiracy. The whole thing was a conspiracy. There is no Cody. Cody in trouble. Cody, I have not seen Cody since then. I would so, not so yeah, no one saw the hit list. No. Of course not. No. So there, no. there might never have even been one. Right. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. There, there was such a very, very um, gut reaction to that kind of stuff at that mm-hmm. point because oh, yeah. you couldn't. No one could be spared any patience. It was like no zero tolerance. Yeah. Well, Columbine had been like two or three years earlier. Yeah. I'm just imagining that you like Cody's in the middle of a hallway and this is you and you're like, Ugh, sorry, Cody, and he's like, <laughs> he he branded bumped into me for the record. And, like, a pen comes out and, like, goes to paper and your name starts to get spilled out and this, like, chill overcomes you out of nowhere. But he spells it L-I-D-D-Y and then he marks down and goes, it's Libby. Yeah. It's, it's Libby, but it's L-I- No one is named Libby. L-I-B-B-I-E and that's what kept you safe. Yeah. He spelled wrong. Yeah. Brandon, what were you and your buddies freaking out about when you were, like, entering middle school? Like, what was, like, a big deal, I should say? Like... What was well, everybody talking I was about? in. I was going to a private Christian school. Oh, we know. So uh, from just like sweaty boys, sixth just, grade through tenth grade. So oh, just the swampiest of boys. Yeah, I bet that was a very smelly. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> why? It wasn't just guys. Boys for the girls. last time. Oh, there were girls too. Yeah. Oh, okay. I always when you say that, I always assume it's just like boys. boarding school. Yeah. It's not, it wasn't like a boarding school. Guys, for the last school. time, wash your jock straps before you get to gym. Um, I can't take this pungent bouquet. Man, I don't know. I think in like by the time we were hitting seventh grade, what was a scandal? What was a scandal at the school? Because I've mentioned in the past that I heard middle school rumblings about was, a girl who had to get married in like the sixth grade because <laughs> no. she was pregnant, oh and like God. he gave her a ring. It's like he didn't give her a ring. No, he didn't. <laughs> he straight up. Didn't. I mean, I think it was Holding just it was just the typical like who has crushes on who, and like okay. like around like Valentine's Day, those were when things oh, would yeah. come to light, you know, because someone would get like a Valentine from somebody, and it was like no way they did what they revealed like certain yeah. feelings, yeah. And I will just say that, that shit. Then in seventh grade, all of our uh, all of our worlds changed forever because then we were talking about 911. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so these horrific so cultural so events. not zits 911. <laughs> <laughs> I remember it was seventh grade. Who has time for acne when we have to talk about Afghanistan? Yeah. Was it seventh grade for me? Seventh or eighth grade? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would have been uh, the ninth the ninth grade for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I'm the oldest person alive. Um, <laughs> and then meanwhile, people who are older than me listening to me say that are like, you piece of shit. Yeah, piece of um, shit. I was at my job. <laughs> yeah, what now? 
I was at my Someone's job, like, yeah. yeah, I was working. Yeah, in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking asshole. <laughs> Uh, let's not let's not share our respective. <laughs> <story>. <laughs> um, although I do remember one real asshole of a kid in a class because they kept playing like the news coverage, yeah. and this kid just kept like mocking people Jesus running Christ. down the street, going, "Oh, I'm so scared!" And I wanted to turn to him and go, "Well, you're a fucking sociopath. Yeah, yeah. you have to. You have that. no fucking heart in your fucking body." <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, we should say DJ got out of the whole zit thing by she 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 goes into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. She sees all these girls uh, trying to cover up their zits, and she goes, hey, who wants to play Connect the Dots? And then everyone went, ha, 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 and uh, Jesse also laughed, and then she laughed at her joke. Oh, really? Yeah. There There's was, nothing there was worse a break, yeah. than a character making a joke and all the other characters going, God, that's funny. <laughs> you are a funny character on this show. <laughs> People would like you if you were on a TV show, but this is real. <laughs> we're in the real world. Still on this, like, uh, Mrs. Claus thing, we forgot to bring up earlier, Uncle Joey talked about how good she looked. Right. In her costume. Yeah. He's like, how, if he was fatter, he would make a pass. <laughs> if he was the kind of guy that had a bowl full of jelly, a.k.a. Santa, yeah. he would totally try to, like, take her from behind. Like, what is being implied here? Every fucking episode, there's this thing where it's like, hey, DJ. Hey, Stephanie. Uh, hey, Michelle. Shake that tush. <laughs> yeah. We're guys, and we need something. <laughs> Stimulation. Oh, if my I was God. fatter, we would fuck. If, we, if I was fatter, <laughs> we would get it on. Um, so Stephanie clearly is not getting any better, and they, they take this, the uncles take this idea to Danny. This, this episode. This was a turn. Swift turn. Yeah, very, very serious one. Yeah. They, they're like, therapy? And Danny's like, Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Danny's like, I can handle my problems. Therapy's for crazy people. You think you think Michelle's or you think Stephanie's crazy? Because if you think Stephanie's crazy, you guys must think I'm crazy. <laughs> he really, I know it's the 90s and we're like, you know, it's like 25 years ago, but God, there he's so against it. So anti-therapy. And this is from a man who's lost his wife. Yeah. Yeah. And as you brought up, yeah. there was no therapy presumably after that event. So his children never talked to anybody about the death of their mother. No. Danny said, I'm fine. Let me just wash this dish. Yeah. I'll I just, don't need therapy. I'll just oh, buy no. three body pillows yeah. and sort of do with them what I will. Um, therapy? There, yeah, it's this old... You saw it a lot in sitcoms. You saw it a lot in movies. It's this old idea that was still being carried around. Like, no, we don't let that out of the house. Yeah. If you let it out of the house... You could tie it back to, like, fucking Mad Men, like, 50s, 60s shit. Yeah. Like, Betty Draper going to a therapist? I must know everything and spy on her. Because <laughs> therapists are... That's fucking inherently shifty and weird to me. Mm-hmm. But Danny sort of acquiesces and he's like, all right, I'll take Stephanie to this crazy um, playtime counselor. Yeah. Yeah. So this is where... I was wondering where this episode was going to go. Thank God um, they fixed it in one session. They fix yeah. it in one, not only Lickety in one session, <laughs> but within five minutes of being there. Yeah. yeah. Um, the problem is solved. Oh, before we go to the playroom with the counselor, Joey makes a porn magazine joke. Yeah. The They're, like, reprimanding sure Danny as if, like, Danny is their son. And he's like, and one more thing, Danny, I know about those magazines under your bed. And then Danny does a big surprise to laugh. Uh, like, uh, oh, man. And the audience, too, is like, ho, ho. Little, little blue. A joke Never. for daddy, if you will. <laughs> like, I don't like it. It's fucking creepy. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, 
this 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 whole little playroom is a little weird. Mm-hmm. I pointed out the um, the pot at the end of the rainbow on the wall. Yes, classic. Kids love classic pots. Well, and, and Stephanie comes in this room and she's like passing another little girl who looks just like her. Uh, who looks just like You're her not wrong. on her way out, and Stephanie's like, "How is it?" And the little girl, "How is like, what?" How is what? Stephanie doesn't even seem to understand no. what she's doing. No. The little girl's like, it's really fun. And also the best part. It's not in any way being picked that up right you, now. That's the point. I know. Because you get to miss school. Let's do a JoJo real quick all around. Okay. So I'll do mine. Uh, it's really great. And the best part is you get to miss school. It's really great. <laughs> And the best part is you get to miss school. You're doing it. Like, it's this like, it's like a mouthful of water. Like, <laughs> like crap. This like lazy, like, these are the words, but she doesn't know exactly what she's saying. It really makes you value the casting they chose to do at the beginning of this series. Yeah. Because whenever they have to involve other little children, someone's dead. Um, <laughs> whenever they have to involve another child, they're always just Terrible the worst. Idea. Yeah. Unless they have to have a real character story, like, you know, Stephanie's real friends, uh-huh. or if DJ has, like, a, an arc with a boy. Yeah. If it's a kid with one line, they're terrible. fucking terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that kid is fucking, I, I'm i doing it all for you, Damien style. Yeah, I bet we'll see her again. <laughs> what do you think was wrong with that kid? Also, I was going to say, she, who knows what's wrong, like, what she's dealing with, and she's like... <laughs> It's so great here. Like, And the best part is you get to miss school. So they're missing school for this, which yeah, is a little weird. Which is weird, yeah. Um, uh, I, I didn't go to anything like this. The only thing that like even remotely can be compared to this is mm-hmm. uh, speech therapy, which uh, I think a lot of kids had to do. But um, I had to do it a lot because I had, I think, a little bit of a lisp. Just, I think, a little bit. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of like, here, Jonathan, here's a tape recorder. Uh, describe the plot to The Wizard of Oz to me. Oh, okay, yeah, I can totally do that. <laughs> and then I think they would like compare it later. Like, mm. let's listen to both tapes. Mm-hmm. Mm, someone sounds more masculine now, don't they, <laughs> little boy who shouldn't be made to <laughs> explain himself? <laughs> explain yourself, boy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Speech therapy? <laughs> oh, yeah. A whole bunch of kids in my class had to go to speech therapy for, like, saying R's and things like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, it, of course, <laughs> at the end of the day, how much can you do? Because you're coming from, like, different regions of the country. And, like, mm-hmm. at a certain point, you can't really help dialect. Mm-hmm. You can't really help, like, that innate thing you grow up with family. This is like when uh, I was talking about how parents buy kids more vegetables. I don't really know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Brandon, don't look at me like that. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Stephanie has a little bit, a little lisp. Yeah. And that eventually yeah. goes away uh, on its own. The, the counselor tries to uh, diagnose Danny because he's dusting the fucking play table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with a big old nasty handkerchief that he previously yeah. used on his nose. And, and then he forehead. shoves it into, like, his suit jacket? Yeah, without folding it. No, it's just a big ball. Yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense. Um, lazy stage work. So, of course, Stephanie's working on the big project. What's the big project, Libby? Oh, yeah, they're having her draw a picture of her family right? to get mm-hmm. to the heart of what's going on. What if that hadn't revealed a goddamn thing? <laughs> yeah. What if it had just been straight up, here's my family? Here's mm-hmm. my family. Or it was like, she drew a bunch of dead cows instead. Yeah. Like, what would, she, what would they have done? <laughs> what? We have more work to do. do you, yeah. what, is that a situation where, like, Stephanie's gaming the system? Like, what? what? I totally did what you wanted. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so she draws Joey. Joey's mm-hmm. got a spinach can. 
because he's got that great Popeye impression. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, we got Jesse with the curled lips. Because mm-hmm. of Elvis. Because of Elvis. Uh, DJ has her big fucking zit. Yep. Yeah, because, because she has no other defining characteristic. Uh-uh. Yep. And then there's Comet, there's Michelle. They don't point this out, but you both clearly were up on this. Yeah. The drawing of Stephanie is frowning. Has yeah. a giant, everyone else is a fine, like, smiley, and Stephanie's character is fucking frowning. Yeah. Yeah. And the house is enormous. Yeah. It engulfs all of them. It's like this monster. Yeah, except for Danny. Uh, Who's outside? outside the house. He was late for the earthquake. Mm-hmm. Why was he even Why was he even yeah. on the picture? Yeah. If he was late, yeah. He was it's like he's reaching for the doorknob just as, yeah. like, San Andreas, the movie, begins to, like, rip California asunder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a big crack in there's the drawing as well. There's a big crack in well. the house. Mm-hmm. Um... And so that's basically, the doctor couldn't have her work done for her more easily. No. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, okay, so you're upset because she keeps saying daddy, which I didn't like. No, I don't She's like, like oh, you missed your dad. daddy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was daddy not there, little girl? And so what, uh, what pretty, is her a diagnosis? A show-stopping performance, though, from Nancy Dussault. <laughs> oh, Nancy Dussault, of course. Uh, Dr. Up, Steiner. You looked up her filmography earlier. Uh, she was in what? How many episodes of... Too she, Close for Comfort? She was in uh, over 100, like 120 episodes of Too yeah. Close for Comfort. A sitcom that we will be doing after this podcast is over. Yeah, yeah. I have been marking myself with my pen all well, day. We've done How Rude, and now we're going to do whatever catchphrase is in Too Close for Comfort. Which is probably, let's be fair, it's probably Too Close for Comfort, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. How do you feel right now? A little too close for comfort. Mm-hmm. Too Close uh, for Podcast is what that one would be called. Let's probably. just let Brandon sit in that for a second. Too Close, Too Pod for Comfort. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, if we if we did that show, fifteen other shows would do it right after us. Yeah. And they would claim they were yeah. the first ones to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, she also to go to therapy in a windowless room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing is more friendly than a, just a closed a off cage. Cinder black room with a, a pot of gold decal. Yeah. Stuck to Never a wall. escape. Well, and she and the counselor says we got lots of cool toys here. What do you want to play with? And then immediately is like, hey, don't play with those toys. Make yeah. me a drawing instead. Yeah. And Stephanie's like, do you have Game Boy with Super Mario Land? And she's like, no, but I'll put that on my list, you fucking child. You child. child. Annoying child. child. I hate kids. I, something I'm tells me she actually... I'm in the wrong profession. She probably... I think the character probably doesn't care for kids all that much. She goes home and she, like, drinks wine by the fucking bottle. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, diagnosis is, of course, Earthquake is scary. <laughs> and yeah. it's like, what can we do? Maybe, uh, maybe Danny could uh, be a nice person and call when he's running late. This is before mm-hmm. cell phones. How does he always going to be late? They keep being like, oh, he's stuck in traffic. Get a car phone. Get a Very car, expensive get a car phone. car mm-hmm. phone. Uh, maybe you can sleep in Danny's room in a sleeping bag, which seems a little... No. I was never allowed to sleep in my parents' room when I was Oh, scared. that was Not a no-go. Not even in a sleeping bag. Because I remember wanting to one time it. when I was scared, because my friend did. My friend, like, always slept in the on a sleeping bag in her parents' room. Mm. And I was like, well, Nikki gets to do it. And I'm like, well, go to bed. <laughs> And you were you were genuinely scared? I was scared of something. I don't remember what it was. Oh no! Uh, they were like, "You're fine." Were your parents pretty like no nonsense, tough overall? Yeah, I mean not tough, but just like <clears throat> this is only gonna make this is not gonna solve the problem. Sure. Like you'll feel safe, but then we're gonna have you in our room every night, and we're not doing that. Yeah, I think I did it a, just a handful of times. Mm-hmm. But I ten? No, no, years. no, fourteen times. <laughs> but I don't. Hello, mommy. <laughs> I don't remember what. Was the, what was the cause of it? Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't know. Like why I was like. Well, you were an only child, so like you didn't. Who were you going to go to? It's not like you could have like turned to a sibling. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no 
love in your immediate vicinity. So you were reaching out going, Mommy, Daddy? And they smacked you saying, No, Brandon. Bad, Brandon. Ow, don't smack me. That was the big, that was a Stephanie frown. And very deep. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, ooh, you don't want to hold that for too long. Oh, it's a fish face. <laughs> oh, at one point Stephanie says, the problem is that nobody will stop talking about this earthquake. Everybody's talking about it. Yeah, nobody talked about the earthquake at all. In fact, they couldn't figure out why she was so upset. Mm-hmm. For everyone else, this must not have been a huge earthquake. I, I don't yeah. believe it was the first time they've had an earthquake. Why do you think that? I think more commonplace. And yeah. I mean, yeah, but not necessarily at the beginning of this family's like life together. You think... Okay. You Clearly, think it's Stephanie's first earthquake. This is Stephanie's first earthquake Definitely. in like seven... Okay. I mean... Six or seven years? Yeah. It seems, seems... It's not like California is constantly being rocked to its core. No, I don't know. I just... I would have thought... Rocked. The Rock. San Andreas. Hmm. Now in theaters. Hmm. I mean, that's basically it. Oh, it ends with them tucking her in way too tight. Yep. Everybody is weirdly standing around her, uh, including DJ. <laughs> Crotches hovering above her. Don't yeah. like it. Like, hello. Yes. Everybody's very weirdly around her. They're all, and she's like, instead of like, I feel like even at that age, I would have been embarrassed by that much attention. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I'm fine, like, I'm fine. You'd be like, like something's wrong. Her. Am I? <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like patting her on the head and like, hey, you're safe and we're here. I feel like. Hi. Seven-year-old me would have been like, oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> I'm a burden. <laughs> yeah, I'm a burden. Leave I me, babe. <laughs> I'll sleep in the closet. <laughs> I'll sleep in this closet. I'll put a uh, jacket on me. And that's it. Like, at one point, she just says, DJ, could you untuck my ass? Because yeah. it's like getting a little clammy in here. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Done and done. DJ yeah. wakes up with 16 more zits yeah. on her fucking noggin. And then the real trouble begins. Uh-oh. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to connect that many dots. Oh, I was going to say, at least DJ didn't have to start using those horrific acid strips. Those, like, circular pads. Oh, oxy pads? Yeah, yeah. Those were fucking horrific. Like, mm-hmm. they, oh, they sting. They sting. They fucking straight up burned, and I was not a fan. You two didn't have to really deal with that, I guess, that much, but I did, like, mm-hmm. have a fair amount mm-hmm. of the old uh, pimply poos. The old uh, squishy bumps, I like to call them. Did you guys have earthquake or tornado or hurricanes uh, where you're from? Yes, a lot of tornado training. Same. Yeah. Uh, but earthquake, no, not, I mean, that just wasn't... We never learned about earthquakes, but we we had, like, floods and tornadoes where I'm from, like, mm-hmm. in Iowa, like... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I remember at a certain point that a tremor moved through Owensboro, Kentucky, mm-hmm. and that was very strange because no one had a reference for it. No. So I was like... Uh, but my big fear as a kid was um, just, like, fucking straight-up nuclear <laughs> bomb Armageddon shit. Yeah. Like, dreams about, like, bombs going off, struggling with, like, a detonator with someone, like, no, don't, and, like, it you happened anyway. about that? Yeah. <laughs> I tend, I've had, like, dreams in, like, my adulthood where it's like, no! You're the gatekeeper of nuclear <laughs> holocaust? Yeah. It's, you're the last line of defense. Do you think it's a commentary on, like, the pressure I put on myself in day-to-day yeah. life? Yes. Only John can save us from nuclear annihilation. I will say, I spent a lot of third grade very, very afraid of being engulfed by a black hole. Really? Yeah. Is this immediately after learning like about crippling, black holes? Crippling yes. fear? Crippling fear. Okay. A, almost a Stephanie moment of, like, we're what? all going to die. If someone had asked you what you thought happened when you went into, like, a black hole or, like, how it would work, mm-hmm. what did you imagine, like, happening? 
I was very afraid that the sun would burn out in our lifetime and turn into a black hole. Okay. And rip us all apart. Mm-hmm. That the sun as a star would die. Yeah. And collapse beca- it on itself. Become a black hole. Yeah. Very scientific. Yeah. Because, um, like, they, they give you information. Like, you learn... That's how black holes are formed, right? Yeah. Oh, when They're, a star dies? Yeah. yeah okay. It collapses on itself. Yeah, uh, like implode. I'm dumb. I don't know why I implied that I knew more about black the holes. The moon, or not the moon, the sun is like, will not, it's not that kind right. of uh, star. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think it has the mass. Is it a straight up it. gas giant? Is it? Is that the term? Gas giants are planets. Oh. <laughs> Ask me more science That's questions. That's two. That's all right. <laughs> Ask me more basic science space questions. Science. Ah, yes, the sun, otherwise known as the gas giant. Very similar. Yes. So you were really scared of black holes. What yeah. what age range was this? It was third grade. Third grade? I learned about them. I did a report on them, and I was like, this is how we're all going to die. You researched the enemy. Yeah. I learned too much. Just like Stephanie learned firsthand about earthquakes. Uh, and was terrified of them, even though the likelihood of her dying in an earthquake is very, very slim. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but third grade, how long do you think it stuck before you sort of shook it? Fifth grade. Okay, wow. All right. It stuck, it stuck around, for sure. Yeah. Tornadoes, tornadoes stuck with me pretty, yeah. pretty hard. That's pretty reasonable. You wake up to a siren and you take cover. Like. Right. <laughs> and also when you show a kid Twister, like yeah. maybe don't do that. Yeah. I guess we had, I had a couple, when I lived in Tennessee, we had a couple tornado warnings things like that Mm -hmm. but the big thing for me was when i lived in florida uh i was there for like hurricane irene alligators um stuff like that which was like a big deal we had like water coming up like to our driveway yes and we were trying to drive through it and i remember there's water coming into the car well like get out of the car we had like get out of the car and like push it i was like 14 or jeez that's dangerous too you're not supposed to it was like we were like yeah we were like at we were, we were, like, in our neighborhood, and I forget why we were in the car at it that seems, point Yeah, time. it seems like you guys tried to, like, leave too late, almost. But, no, we were trying to get it back to... We were going back to the house. Mm. So we were, like, uh, on the street, okay. and we had to, like, push it the rest of the way up the driveway. You Wait. had no idea, though, that if, if the uh, street that you were walking on and driving on had, like, collapsed or anything, mm-hmm. or had yeah. sharp objects had turned, in it and things yeah. that would, could oh. catch you. Yeah. Had turned to, like, just marshland, like, sinking under yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we do. Sh- we should pass out some comet awards for woof-worthy fashion. Woof. woof. These are the awards that go to the individuals with the worst sense of fashion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Libby, would you like to start? Do you, does yeah. anything pop out immediately? Oh, I had one pop out. I have two. Um, one Ooh. is Joey in the beginning in that number A and a purple oh. mock turtleneck mm-hmm. with a green, like, dinner jacket. And then, oh, was his jacket green? I think it was a gross green. Oh, no. <laughs> and then... Forest green. Oh, what was my... Oh, my other one was uh, Jesse's vest at the end. It had diagonal buttons on it uh, going <laughs> up the side. Uh-huh. So it hung very awkwardly when he uh, was tucking uh, Stephanie in. Good lord. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I'm probably going to have to give it to... Uh, Kimmy had this really crazy... Uh, it's not the most awful thing I've seen in the world, but she had like this whole flower outfit, mm-hmm. and it was like the big baggy green sweater with the white flowers popping out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think her she had like tights maybe with flowers on them too. Yeah. she was running around. And some mm-hmm. sort of skirt thing. Yeah. <laughs> A very loose purple. She always wears like... Skirt. 
skirts that are like tubes, mm-hmm. and then, uh, well, DJ calls her parakeet legs, which is always polite yeah. to do to your friend. Um, but to be fair, the actress who plays Kimmy does have like these like crazy stick legs, yeah. and the skirts and the skirts don't do her any favors. And Brandon. I'm going to give it to Jesse has this like zebra chic thing happening. Oh, yeah. It's like this crazy white dress shirt, but there's this stripe of like zebra print yeah. that goes up on along the side that's so weird. It's, I think it's there's something where, on the back too. It's where the shirt comes together for buttoning purposes and it's just one side of the shirt yeah. right along down the buttons. Yeah. I just it's can't like wait to be king. Crazy, yeah, like zebra stuff. Great. And uh, Brandon, you want to ask your classic question? Yes, okay, Libby. So yes. catchphrases are a big thing in this TV right. show. So my question to you, it's two-parter. A, did you have a catchphrase, just something you said a lot growing up as a kid? Mm. And then B, do you have a catchphrase now? You know, I sadly think I have to say no to both. Mm-hmm. No to both, eh? Yeah. Well, it would Sorry, seem that very excited. it oh. would seem that you are in need of a catchphrase. Oh, no. So, Bra- <laughs> not oh no, <laughs> oh yes! Um, <laughs> Brandon and I will present, uh, we will make up two catchphrases okay. for you out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't think of this in advance. Sure. Uh, and you'll get to choose which you would prefer mm-hmm. to take with you out into the world. Okay. This is a legally binding contract. Mm-hmm. You will need to say it at least ten times. Right. Uh, Brandon, would you like to go first? I, I feel can... like I went first last time. Okay, I was about to say, I never really remember who went first. Mm-hmm. Last time, yeah, I but I guess time. I'm gonna have to take your uh, yeah. word on yeah, that. Yeah, go first. Go now before you can think about it. Go, go. Okay, John. so here it is. I took my hamburger. Very good. That's a little um, pink mm-hmm. panthery. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. I took my hamburger. Okay. Um, tick tock, tick tock, motherfucker. Uh, change isn't the only thing in my pockets. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll go with that one, and then I will, oh and no! Then, but then I will punch myself in the face <laughs> if I say it. To st- so other people don't. Change is the only thing in my Change pockets. isn't the only thing in my pockets. Who oh, yeah, knows yeah, yeah. what it means? I'll throw but myself it's good. in front of a bus. I took my hamburger. It's my Michelle voice. Uh, Libby, thank you so much for uh, coming and thank you spending for this me. time yeah. today. Uh, do you have any personal projects that you want to... This won't come out mm. for uh, a week. We're t- doing okay. two today. Yeah, go ahead. If we're on podcast, go ahead and listen to the Koch Brothers Mystery Show. Ooh. Uh, uh, KochBrothersMystery.com. How long is... So is this something you co-host or... Uh, this is a written mystery show. Oh, awesome. Through the uh, Chicago Co-op... Chicago Podcast Cooperative. Yeah, it's about Chuck and Davy Koch, the Koch brothers, billionaire industrialists, solving right-wing crimes, uh, <laughs> and figuring out uh, liberal conspiracies. Awesome. That sounds nice. fantastic. How long have you been doing that? Uh, I've been on board since, like, the second episode, and we're about to record episode five. Okay, so are you doing writing and performing duties? Yes, okay. we're all writers, and then uh, we were, we all then do our voices awesome. as, as needed. Uh, what characters do you play in the show? I tend to play... Uh, all the women tend to be villains, because it's really just about <laughs> Chuck and Davy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and everybody usually tends to be against them, or kind of just giving them little information. So, I've been Chicago School Board Officer Deborah Quazzo, <laughs> who's a wow. real person. Look her up. Of course. Um, I've played... Um, Dr. Maggie Kim, evil liberal seismologist. <laughs> Ooh, seismologist. Seismologist. Appropriate. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and of course, uh, you're you're both Brandon and you are on Casual Encounters. Yeah. Check mm-hmm. out Casual Encounters at the old I O Theater. I O Theater. Mm-hmm. Check out Casual. We're uh, yeah. we're 
we're getting some weekend shows now, so check us yeah. out. Yeah, sweet. That's on the um, calendar. Yep. Yeah. Of course, you can listen to it. Don't touch me. You can <laughs> don't touch me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. I'm gonna grab your tit. Uh, of course, you can uh, catch us through iTunes. Uh, please, if you haven't already, take the time to write an iTunes review. Five stars, please. You can stream at howrudepodcast.libsyn.com, hrpodcast.tumblr.com for more info, thehowrudepodcast at gmail.com. I don't know if I mentioned this, but we're also, of course, on Facebook. Like us on Facebook. And that's it. This is the part of the show where we go around, we say our names. I will say, and we'll see you next time on, and then together we will say the phrase, how rude, okay? And we will start with Brandon. I am Brandon Shockney. I am John Pertisek. I'm Libby Schreiner. And we will see you next time on How Rude. Change isn't the only thing I got in my pockets. Everyone together, let's do it. Oh.